Hey, welcome to In the... Welcome, welcome back. Oh, welcome back to the In the Flesh podcast. I've been hoping you've been tuning in this whole time and not just, you know, the way you made it sound like nobody was listening to us. Oh, well, because I only paused because <laughs> I thought about it and I, I left people hanging, you know. Yeah. Push the episode because I have midterms today. By the time you guys reached this episode, we would have been a day late from the day that we usually distribute. Um, and that's because of somebody... My co-host, my lovely co-host. Wow, you said I like how you said. I'm glad you said lovely <laughs> co-host, but I could just feel your eyes just being like, "Oh, this guy." Yeah, peeling to the side of your head right now, my lovely co-host. <laughs> so we were supposed to record a couple of days ago, and what did you do, Andrew? Ruin the party? No, you were super <laughs> lit. At I the was house. not super lit. Yeah, I was playing Loteria outside. Loteria, she was. <laughs> So she was I won like, the first game too. And it was so funny. I can hear you like uh, from the kitchen, just like <laughs> Wait, La Luna. <laughs> like what was the last one? I had to keep going back and asking, like, what did they just call? Because I couldn't follow the Spanish words. It was really funny. It was hilarious. But yeah, you were. Uh, what was it? Uh, Ellie was kind of just thinking, like, oh, you know what? Andrew's studying for his exam, and I told her too. I said, I gotta study and I gotta do some work. Yeah. And so Ellie just was like, it's okay, I'll just, you know, I'll play Loteria. You know, <laughs> Hang with, out. With uh, my older sister who was in town and, and also Chase. And so, <laughs> Chase. yeah, and so they played and it was just super, it was really super fun. loud. Oh, yeah. And then your brother had the genius idea for every, for every uh, object that they did not call, we had to take a sip. What do you mean they didn't call? Like, let's say... Are you taking shots every single time? It wasn't time? shots, it was a sip. Like oh. We had beers from your dad's fridge and we were taking sips. And Leilani was like lit. She was she was buzzed off taking like mini sips of Bud Light. That's mm-hmm. how bad she was. But yeah, BJ thought it was would be a good idea if every every call that we didn't get, we had a sip. Oh. And so it was like, I, mind you, I was drinking like a... I don't know, a pale ale or something like that. It was like yeah. a beer, but it was making me very full. It's like each gulp that I was taking, I had to like... Did you have any food before? No, I didn't eat until afterwards. <laughs> and yeah, so room started spinning. I started sweating pretty hard. What? Okay, and you're telling me that <laughs> you were just totally chill and you weren't lit at all. You know, that just... wasn't being lit. That was just, you know, me not drinking for a while. Me uh, not drinking for a while and then trying to get back into it. That's oh, what it's, happened. It's like the vet. <laughs> it's like I haven't played boss basketball in a minute. Miss your first few shots. Yeah. Make a few later and then you're like, I'm back. So this was technically supposed to have been the birthday episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Andrew just turned 28, guys. I did. On Saturday. So 28 years young. Unfortunately, there isn't a a basketball player that I'm like, ooh, number 28. Yeah, 28th year. year. I was like, nah, I couldn't think of anybody. Um, Quinn Cook. But he only took that number. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He um, when took Kobe that. and Gigi passed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess Quinn, he's a cool guy. So. Two eight, two eight. You have number two, which is Gigi's number, and you have number eight. A very legendary Hall oh, of Fame true. jersey number oh, in okay. your age. So it could be the... So it's special. It could be the, uh, the Mambas 
number. Yep. Mambas as in plural. Yep. This year's special then. Okay. Well, the two things I definitely, or we were just definitely going to cover is one free agency. It's going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's like some high end free agents that are going to be available. Then there's a ton of them that are not like, not like high caliber players. Yeah. And another topic we wanted to definitely discuss was the GOAT debate. That would be the second one. Yeah. The GOAT debate. Oh man. <laughs> that I can talk for hours about that one. Yeah. But uh, in this circumstance, it's only just between like, well, at least what the media is kind of putting out, only between like LeBron and Jordan, right? Um, basically, they're trying to say Jordan faced harder teams on the way to his rings. Um, obviously, Jordan was six and zero in the finals. Obviously, on paper, that looks better than what three and six. Yeah. That LeBron had. Yeah. Um, so I just think all people see on paper is six and zero, and then three and six, and to them, it just kind of disqualifies LeBron from being in on that type of a goat. Yeah. Level type of debate. But even so, people were just, people are like naysayers and all that stuff are still trying to discredit um, LeBron's accomplishments and stuff like that. And I can go on record and say that I wasn't the biggest LeBron fan. Oh, we have it now. We have the record now. <laughs> Prior to LeBron coming to the Lakers, I was not the biggest LeBron fan. Yeah. Um,. Why was it? I just knew I got really sensitive when people try to compare him to Kobe. Oh. And it was just like, come on, like, Kobe and LeBron are two different players, not even the same position. Yeah. And it's just two different levels of, of greatness, right? Yeah. LeBron was great in his own right. Kobe is obviously great in his own right. But to even loop them together in the same conversation, I just, I didn't like that. And I didn't like people who were making comparisons to that. So that was the only thing that... I took um, from the the conversation where I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't like LeBron, yeah, as much as people think I should, or as much as people hype him up to be, yeah. But this was prior to him going to the Lakers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I think uh, I mean growing up, people. Well, that's <laughs> that's my yoga ball. Um, yeah, growing up, people would, um, you know, they're obviously. California so there's like you're either a Laker fan um well growing up so it was like in high school oh like seven high school at the time yeah this was when like the Warriors were hitting their stride with like like the small ball with Al Harrington mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Stephen Jeff yeah during that time early early and so then you got the Suns but yeah I was like man Kobe was killing it and so and LeBron was doing great but he wasn't like it's not like he was taking the NBA by storm. Like, Kobe was putting up huge numbers. He was yeah. the guy to stop on the scouting report. And then um, uh, I just, uh, for me, it just was uh, distasteful to run into people who are LeBron fans that just try to force it down your throat. Exactly. Like, he, that was like, 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 I hated that. He's the best that. player. How could you? I'm like, yeah. okay, that's fine. It's okay, like... He's all around such a great player. Like, yeah. he's a versatile player. He could play any position. Yeah. And even that puts him in his own category. Yeah. So don't even compare him to what Kobe did. But yeah. I just think back then, LeBron's, um, I want to say, grit and, mm. like, killer mentality 
was not what Kobe was not what Kobe embodied. Yeah. You know, Kobe was just unheard of yeah. and unmatched. Yeah. So when it came down to that, and at the time, they were on two different career. I mean, not different career paths, but Kobe had already accomplished so much, and he was um. I mean, technically on his way out. Yeah. And LeBron had just was like what, six years younger than Kobe. Yeah. So by the time he got into the league and with the moves that he was making, he was just he dropped it to the you know a crappy team. Yeah. And with the whole move to the Heat and joining Wade and then you know, leaving the Heat and coming back to Cleveland. So he basically doesn't owe Cleveland anything because he went back to Cleveland and took a very questionable Cleveland team. What? Back down, back from a three, back from a three-way They had some good players. Who do they have? Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, who made that one shot over Curry. No, he had some Kevin solid Love. numbers. Kevin Love was having a, what was it? A double double machine year the year prior. He just lost weight with Cleveland, which yes. was not a good thing. Kyrie was putting up great numbers, but I'm saying like LeBron but, carried that team. Yeah, he did super well with that team. Um, Kyrie and Love were a really good supporting cast. If yeah. anything, if anything, the formula for LeBron to win a championship, you give him a, a stretch <laughs> a stretch four who can play the five. Yeah. I mean Chris Bosh. Kevin Love, yeah, Anthony Davis. I mean, there's a there's a trend, right? And then the second fiddle has just got to be like to LeBron has to just be like um, picking and choosing his opportunities. Kyrie, yeah, D Wade, and then I think more so in this case it would have been like I guess KCP, but more Rondo. Yeah, more Rondo. But uh, yeah, in terms of goat conversation, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I like, don't think we can really. LeBron's not even done yet. Yeah, I think have it's, a goat debate. Yeah, it's a better conversation. But to have I, when I'm not for people discrediting discrediting what LeBron's doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's one reason to just not be, you know. You can't just be a, a LeBron writer, but yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you don't need to ride on him like 24 seven. But it's at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like. You have to understand what he's done and what he's on his way to do. Yeah. And still is accomplishing at his age. Yeah. And it's just three different teams, three finals MVPs, four rings. Yeah. That's just, that, that's unheard of. Nine finals. Yep. Was it 10? No, 10 out of the last 11. He's been to 10 out of the last 11, but he's won nine. I thought it was nine out of the last 10. He went to the finals with Cleveland before 2010. So it was 10. Remember he played against the Spurs and the Spurs whooped his butt, I think. Yeah, so it was 10. He's won 10 out of 11. Or been, 10, oh, been to 10 it, Oh, I thought you meant like in this decade. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. So, and that's pretty incredible. And a guy who averages a triple-double. Yeah. The only thing I would ever, like, have a dispute with is the competition in the East. Yeah. Like... But now LeBron already went to the West. Yeah, he went to the West went to with the West. some firepower. Yeah. And I some injuries. Say. You think the Warriors could have knocked him off? I don't think so. Really? You don't think so? If they weren't injured Curry, this year? Yeah, if they weren't injured this year. You Curry, think, you Curry, think Clay, the Warriors, Draymond? an uninjured Warrior team, would not would have knocked them out this season? They would have made a, well, yeah, they would have made a trade to to do something at least to be competitive. 
Because they literally didn't take anybody. The only person they swapped was Andrew Wiggins and D. Lowe. But who was going to guard AD if that was a matchup? Well, they would have to. If they wanted to, like, I'm pretty sure the quarter of the season, they were like, we're not going to be competitive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, the, the only people that I would think would guard um, AD would be Draymond. You know, That's what I'm saying. Like, you would just have to live with the pull-up, which is his, which is AD's game. <laughs> But for the most part, I mean, the Warriors could have done something. I mean, think about it. The Warriors game is so much three-point shooting, and then the yeah, Lakers had it's so bad with very that. little three-point shooting. Yeah. So if it so was, was going to be a matter of outside shooting versus points in the paint. Yeah, outside shooting, and then... Um, it would have been a mind game at that point. And then playing some good defense. Because yeah. you know Curry stretch, stretches out everybody. Yeah. Shooting like freaking 30-something feet away from the hoop. <laughs> He had, was it, the most threes made in a finals game, but he's played less, he's he's had less finals appearances. Yeah, he shot a ton of threes. That's pretty wild. He holds the record for, I think he holds the record for most threes Yeah, in the most threes, but less appearances in the finals. Oh my gosh. That's that, crazy. That guy's got such a true clip. It's crazy. I can't wait to see um, him come back next season. See, he should, see, I would think, like, Curry, I don't know if you know this, but you know what... Danny Green's tattoos are. Danny Green on the Lakers or anything? Yeah, no. he has he had Bullseye, okay, which is a a Marvel character, right? In the comic, then he has with the with a, the, the arrow. Bull- no, that's Boomerang. Bullseye is the one with the with the, the bullseye. The bow. No, that's that's uh. If you're talking about Marvel, that's Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye. Okay. Oh my god. So I don't know. There's a lot of characters. So uh, there's Bullseye, and then there's uh, Deadshot, which right. is from um, DC Comics. Yeah. You know, and he has, I forgot, he has another character on there. But he basically has these characters that are like snipers. <laughs> Deadshot. On his shoulder. Yeah. Oh, and I and, and I was like, oh, man, you can't, you can't be having this tattoo and not playing that well. I was actually playoffs. watching the 20. 20- 2012 and 2013 NBA Finals. Whoa. Earlier today on NBA TV, they were showing... Um, 2012. Oh, is that what the... The, the two-peat year when they took the Spurs to seven games. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was watching that. And... Oh, the Spurs could have won that series. Yeah. They didn't even play Tracy McGrady. That was such a bummer. They turned over the ball late. And Duncan had got that in and out. Oh, yeah. He was doing that at 37, too. That's freaking wild. Duncan's... Crazy. He was playing really well too, mm-hmm. but man, everyone thought Tony Parker was gonna be the X factor, and he just played. He played well, <laughs> but he wasn't like. And a twenty-one-year-old Kawhi Leonard, crazy. Oh yeah, he. What? That's the reason he's like. <laughs> they're like, go Tony Parker, and then Kawhi shows up. And he's like, oh hey, we got this young guy. <laughs> uh, oh, but man. yeah, in terms of the goat debate, I think. Um, I think you can definitely make a case for. I think LeBron. you don't think by the time LeBron retires, he would have been the best player walking the planet in terms of attributes, uh, years yeah. played, durability in the years that he played. I think LeBron statistically mm-hmm. is probably the best all round all around player that the, exactly that that the NBA has seen statistically so being an all-around player does that does that not make you the best player because you're an all-around player meaning you can play any position that you're put in i think if i think yeah that does make you like 
the best player, but the only problem is, like, then you knock out every big guy that's killed it, like mm-hmm. Shaq, dominant. Right. Like, um, if he had more years on him, he would have just been the best player ever. Right. You know, and Shaq played all five positions, but, you know, he he's just stuck to two. Yeah. Sometimes power forward, but mainly center. Mm-hmm. And then Kareem, you knock out guys like Kareem. Right. You know, he's definitely an all-round player, mm-hmm. you know, but he, unfortunately he just can't play point guard in all the other positions. Right. You know, so I think it's tough to say he's he's the best because of his all-round play mm-hmm. but i think he's i think he's he's been the best nba player no knock on kobe best nba player that's been consistently doing well in the community like out, outside of the, Off court. the court okay yeah there hasn't been any suspicious allegations or anything like that towards him which is great so i think uh-huh. i think for him being that uh symbol and playing as well as he had, where he's even in the argument uh, for Jordan, Kobe, Kareem, like in that argument, mm-hmm. that makes him, in my in my opinion, like goat status. You know, yeah. For the off court stuff, and I mean, he built a school. Yeah. That's crazy. He took care of tuition for those those school for all the kids attending the school. That's crazy. It's crazy. I think it's just. His body of work as a whole, on and off the court. And he's still not done. Yep, on and off the court just makes him the GOAT. If he gets more championships than MJ, or if he gets more... You don't think he has two left in him? He has four right now. I think he can probably copy, make it with MJ. If AD signs an extension, or maybe, I don't know, if he... he, I don't know if he's going to opt for the deal where he becomes a free agent by the time LeBron's um, deal is up. Yeah. Um, or he goes for the extension, but by the time, I mean, LeBron has, what, two seasons left? 2022 is his final season. So you don't think he'd be able to get two more rings? No, they might two-peat, so he might I get th- one, but we I don't know. I think he can get, I think he can get five. Five more? No, I think. Oh, I five think, overall. Five, yeah, I so think he'll he can get, get five overall. For sure. The only thing is, I mean. You got Katie, Kyrie in the East. Mm-hmm. You got some people who are going to the East because LeBron's not there anymore. Giannis, who might go to the Heat. Yeah, you, you got about him. That? Thinking about going to the Heat, I would. I'd be like, the Heat is a hot spot right now. I told you after oh, this pun. whole finals team, uh, this whole finals uh, series. That was a good pun. <laughs> heat they are team. a hot spot, literally. Yeah, so they're a good team. I mean, <laughs> uh, the East. You know they can definitely do it. LeBron, if he, if he wants to win, you know the next two or three in LA, mm-hmm. it's definitely doable. But you know it's definitely going to be a lot harder than it is if he was on the East. Yeah, and the so, West is just are so stacked, and they're oh going to God. continue it's a, to. It's be only going to get more competitive. Yeah, especially when you have some players that young guys that like tasted what it's like to perform really well in the playoffs like uh, jamal murray yeah nicola jokic donovan mitchell yeah oh my goodness it's gonna be awesome oh but yeah that's that's (laughs) for another time but yeah let's go to free agency yes okay real quick so i'm gonna name you some of the free agents and then you just let me know okay which kind of free agent you would like or you like in general or just for the lakers team okay okay so and i'll tell you yeah, some of their stats. So Gordon Hayward, 
he's going to be an unrestricted free agent, you know, coming from the Celtics. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he got injured his first year. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it would have been a good team, too, because they were playing. I told you, the Celtics would have gone, would have probably beat the, the Heat if Gordon Hayward was playing on a healthy leg or healthy ankle. He would have oh, been yeah. the guy to propel them. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and I mean, he's averaging 17 points, six rebounds, four assists. Mm hmm. The thing is, is he worth like a thirty million dollar contract if you were to sign him for even multiple years? Yeah. You know, so that that's probably the biggest thing. But do you like Gordon Hayward? He's only thirty. I do like Gordon Hayward. I think he, um, I think he's been playing delicate towards his injuries. Yeah. But I think that's why I said he would have been the key component to propel the the Celtics, possibly past Miami in in that uh, Eastern Conference. If he had came back from injury sooner, if he had not played so sensitive to his ankle and stuff like that, I, I think he would have been a key component. Oh, yeah. I like Gordon Hayward, too. He's got yeah. great hair. Um, <laughs> I don't know what team he would go... I don't know what team he could go to. A great mustache. That would probably... Okay, if the, if the Blazers don't keep Carmelo, I mm-hmm. mean, Gordon Hayward... Maybe the Blazers can afford Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Um, especially because Nurk- they got Nurkic back. Gordon Hayward could definitely help him get him over the hump. Okay. Um, what about... DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. Oh. You, have to, you have to mention I DeMar love DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. He's like yes. one of my favorite players. So what do you think about DeMar DeRozan? Uh, I, li- I love DeMar DeRozan post-mid-range mm-hmm. when he adapted it and it got a lot better. He had to see that dream shake, shimmy, Kobe <laughs> fadeaway, yeah. elbow shots, uh, baseline, mid-range shots, really good. He actually didn't even shoot that many threes with the Spurs, which was cool because the Spurs were like, well, don't worry, we'll put shooters around you. Yeah. Um, I- Dude, who do you think, this is going to sound like a silly question, but I just want to know since you like DeMar DeRozan. Who do you think played to their trade better? Kawhi on the Raptors, obviously, because they won the championship, or DeMar to the, to the Spurs? Like, who... Like, we know Kawhi won the championship in Toronto, yeah. but did you think DeMar DeRozan with that trade, that hurt him, actually? He was hurt by the trade. Mm. He felt betrayed. Oh, hell yeah. I would feel um, Given everything to the city of Toronto for Got that to happen to him. by that team. Exactly. So, do you think... He played more sensitive to what happened to him as opposed to Kawhi, who just went in and got the the Raptors the championship. Uh, I think uh, when I like, think, what would you take away from Demar's game this season? I think this season was really cool because he played more of a clutch. I I watched so many games of him playing with the Spurs. Yeah, he was really clutch in the fourth. I was like, man, if they needed a bucket, it would have been good. Right. Like, there was a lot of things on media, social media where they were like, yo, if DeMar DeRozan was with the Raptors this season, I was like, they could have gone over the hump again. <laughs> yeah. And so... Um, this is, a, what, their first season they didn't make the playoffs? For uh, since, like... Oh, the Spurs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Since for... Since 2000 and... Yeah, there was... A long time ago. There were some injuries. Every year they made the playoffs. There were some injuries, a few left and right. And then even the Marcus was... Not playing. Mm -hmm. So I think DeRozan, I like the fact that he played well this season, Mm -hmm. considering the fact that he played the position of point guard, shooting guard, and small forward. Right. You know, when he was with the Raptors, he didn't have that opportunity that much. Um, But yeah, in terms of Kawhi blowing up with the 
I mean, it was good coaching, but also, like, the supporting cast around Kawhi, DeMar didn't have. Like, yeah. Siakam going up, you know, getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Fleet, you know, showing up, too. Yeah. Like, that. that's something that DeMar could have definitely thrived off of. But, you know, hey, a change of scenery did change his game, and now I'm pretty sure he's he's all the wiser for it. <laughs> um... Danilo Gallinari. Oh, I think he might be a good pickup for the Lakers. I was actually gonna tell you he's uh, he definitely wants to play for a team that's that's contending, and the Celtics are thinking about picking him up. I think they'd be a good fit for the Lakers. Yeah, Danilo would take a pay cut for it. Mm-hmm. Well, Danilo Gallinari, the Lakers. Oh man, that's just overkill. But I like him more in the Celtics. And I also hear they're trying to pick up the other Morris twin. Oh, he's not worth it. <laughs> Fifteen mil. No, the the Morris twins have played a little bit better together. Like, but everybody stats. thinks that Marcus Morris is the better one. Well, because he doesn't, because he his role was just to shoot, right. rebound, grit, and pass. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it. Markeith can do a little bit more mm-hmm. than Morris, but um, I mean, it's tough if you got two guys and you want them to do the same role. Not yeah. just because they're twins, but just like. <laughs> Just to do similar roles, it's tough. Yeah. You got to at least have someone that's going to be like the feeder, like a good point guard. Yeah. Because the Morris Twins are definitely guys that would be pretty cool, especially near the hoop and along the perimeter. Like you have one on the hoop and like near the block and the other one on the perimeter. Ooh, that's so cool. (laughs) I like them when they played in Kansas too. KCP finally got back in my good graces and now he's a free agent. But I knew that was going to happen. Oh yeah, He's, he's looking to get paid. Uh, Do you think the Lakers will keep him? I think Orlando Magic's going to pick up KCP. What? Yeah. I think because Evan Fournier's um, uh, an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. And he's there. He's there actually. Okay. Nikola Vucic is uh, their best player. Mm -hmm. Second to him is Evan Fournier. Yeah. I wouldn't even consider Aaron Gordon to be their second best player because he's not that consistent. But he he's definitely gonna get better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Orlando could probably pick up KCP. There's a lot of teams that can pick up KCP. Yeah, and unless they run schemes for him, mm-hmm. he's not gonna be able to kill it. Yeah, like the Lakers. They... He needs like a LeBron or a Rondo. Yeah, and the Lakers actually ran plays for specifically for him. Right. Because he's he's pretty quick. He can you know, very fast can defend. Can defend, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, um, yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's definitely... A T- attacking good... the basket way more in the in the series, which I love to see. Yeah, they ran those plays where they, like, a double screen. They had they had him run around from one side all the way to the other and then back just for, like, a corner three. But it worked. Yeah. Especially, but the only thing is, one of the, you got to make sure with, if I'm KCP, I got to go to a team that, unless I know I am capable of being the best player. Right. And win, mm-hmm. that's awesome. But if I know I'm not going to be the best player, I should go to a team where the the best players, like a pair or a trio, mm-hmm. distracts the opponent's defense to the point where I can be efficient Yeah, and get paid. Yeah. Like if you're efficient and you get paid and you don't have to be the best player, that's a pretty good sweet spot. Yeah. So many free agents on the Lakers this year, but this year, this free agency, but... Who do you think we should work to keep? Obviously, we're going to keep Anthony Davis, but 
Who in the supporting cast would you fight to keep? I would, I mean... Definitely Rondo. I don't like the whole idea of CP3. I already mentioned that to you earlier. Yeah. Of them trying to get CP3. An aging 35-year-old CP3. I'm for CP3 just because... Um, just because Rondo and LeBron kind of proved that when it Rondo's comes to, IQ is way better yeah, than well, Chris Paul's. Chris Paul is a better shooter and a better office score. I think he's got around. some good IQ. I think yeah. if you had to go like the I two, I think Rondo's better. Uh, yeah, there's a court IQ. I think, but offense, Chris Paul better has better offense. Yeah, I think uh, score more. I think uh, Rondo's like. Rondo's like a tool, like a really good tool. Right. Uh, you know, um, and then Chris Paul is just like kind of like almost like a Swiss Army knife in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you kind of have to choose. It's like, do you want like the Swiss Army wife knife where you have <laughs> where the hole as it as a whole, it's a really good weapon uh, tool, yeah. not weapon. Um, and then Rondo is just a the best tool you can have that's sharpened in just one or two facets. Yeah. Uh, but but at the end of the day, I'd rather have that conversation of like which one you would pick up because both of them are gonna give you the great IQ. I mean, they're seasoned veterans, um, and then it's just an ego check at the door. That's pretty much all you got to deal with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm for CP three, uh, just because uh, I know if CP three and LeBron are on the same team, just like if CP three and Kobe were on the same oh, team. Oh brother! Oh man, that's like we had him once. It didn't work out. We didn't really have we did, him. We had him for a couple of seconds. We had him for like almost a day. <laughs> a cute, a couple quick. Cute seconds. It'd be a very ironic that it's the time that David Stern's not alive that there's a higher chance of getting That's Chris Paul. I think the Lakers are just focused on a good shooter. I think Red Van Fleet is worth pursuing. Yeah. Yeah. He's on, I think he is. He's got bird rights with the Raptors, as in the Raptors can, you know, go over the salary cap. Oh, bird rights. So bird rights uh, based off uh, Larry Bird, mm-hmm. you know, number 33 on the Celtics. And basically what that means is, so if I sign a player, um, sign a player and I want to keep him, I am allowed to um, go over the salary cap yeah. to keep this player. So those bird rights. So there's a ton of players that already have bird rights, but it, I would go after Fred Van Fleet. I would go after Jabari Parker, but that's just because I'm a little biased. Because I, <laughs> I think Jabari Parker is like a a better Draymond, but if only Jabari could play defense and was like a little bit more team savvy. Yeah. Like team savvy, as in like IQ wise, like getting a team to break it down to defense, not just yeah. by himself. I heard the Warriors want Dwight, and the Warriors also are um, working to get Bradley Beal. I would go after Dwight for sure. Bradley Beal. Oh, Whoa. yikes. Can you imagine Bradley Beal on that, on that Warriors squad? That would be insane. Mm-hmm. Although, it would be pretty tough, though. I mean, Bradley Beal. Then, okay, then you have Clay that could definitely run the the three. Mm-hmm. And then Beal could run the two. Right. Oh, my gosh. That's Steph at point. Bradley Beal at two. Clay, Clay Thompson at three, and then Andrew Wiggins at what four? Yeah, and you can run Draymond, but I wouldn't look at that whole lineup. I wouldn't even have Andrew Wiggins run the four. I would have him come off the bench. Yeah. Just because, like, 
I mean, that's a really good player to have off the bench. Right. And you do have to play 48 minutes as a team. And they just got a ton of rookies, so you might as well have a veteran like Andrew Wiggins, somewhat bigger. They're veteran. just going to have like a really good starting five and then a whole rookie team of benches. I like, hate that. Coming off the Unless bench. the rookie team's like <laughs> willing to... to Maybe first or second year rookies. Like but... get better than, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. What about Brandon Ingram? You know, I you know I feel about Brandon Ingram. Um, but I, I told you, um, I don't think Brandon Ingram has room to be a star what? on the Lakers team. Oh, uh, that yeah. No, he's a superstar on oh, yeah. a Pelicans team, on a young and rebuilding Pelicans team. Yeah. Who in the next couple of years is going to be pretty exciting to watch? If Zion stays healthy, yes, definitely. Start. I just don't think Brandon Ingram on a. On a team like the Lakers, I don't think, like I said, it's, he's never, you're never going to see his full potential mm-hmm. playing behind LeBron AD. But that's true. you never know. We trade Kuz and I would definitely take Brandon Ingram as that third option. Oh, man. Yeah. There's some, there's a lot of players that are available. I'm like looking at this list. Yeah. Bogdanovich from the Kings. Yep. He, he's like, he was I actually their, want Buddy Heald. He was their second, first time. Wait. Second or third option. Buddy Heald? I would love Buddy Heald. Yes. The only problem is I don't think he would grow that much if he was with LeBron. He would just be a straight-up shooter, maybe yeah. a slashing scorer. Oh, that's but what we need, though. A better shooter in the case yeah. of Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yes. A straight-up bucket. Yeah, but I think because uh, KCP was averaging like less than 12 shots a game. Mm-hmm. Buddy Heald clearly has never gone under 12 shots a game. So that's that's a tough one. Unless you're planning on outscoring the team by a lump sum, mm-hmm. then that's the best way to go. But yeah, there's so many players that I really like. Uh, you know, Paul Millsap, veteran. Otto Porter Jr. is not bad. And yeah. Andre Drummond, I wish he can shoot the three or make the least free throws. That would be that's cool a solid that. player. Yeah, and then I hope Goran Dragic is still able to get signed by the Heat, even though his injury, you know, he could still be solid off the bench. He deserves it still, but we'll see as time progresses how this free agency is going to go. I think the draft is actually next month, and the Lakers, I mean, I'm sorry, the NBA is aiming to um, start its next season, I think, right after Martin Luther King Jr. Day, so mid-January. Oh. It's pretty quick. Yeah, it is really quick. So it's going to be free agency, draft, and the season. You know, if this goes really well... Who knows? Maybe the, maybe the NBA will maybe change their time of season. Yeah. Cause they're but the only problem is is because you know they had their lowest playoff watching, but it's it COVID. Is. It was wild. People gotta, people gotta work and worry about other stuff. Yeah. But it was still good. It's like a, something called a pandemic. <laughs> I know. Still. If the <laughs> if the Lakers start like during the, I mean not the Lakers. If the NBA starts during like the late winter and then spring. Man, there's a lot of sports that definitely have to take a a side approach. Yeah. You know? I think the Super Bowl's in January, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so. January, February, something like that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for that. We got to talk about that draft next time. Yes, we do. But um, real quick before we go, shout out Anchor FM, as always. Um, without them, we would not be here with you guys. Uh, thank you for the platform, of course. And, yeah, this is. This is free agency, life post-bubble. The NBA has been over almost two weeks, and I'm over here watching old film tape. Like, I just 
I just I told you I, was, I just watched the the 2012 to 2011 2012 NBA finals and I have the whole like NBA playoffs like on DVR like I can literally go back and watch round one round two. How lucky you are! I <laughs> wish I could. Yeah, but it's wild to think that the NBA's only been over for two weeks. Yeah, it is so crazy. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like two. It weeks. doesn't even feel like the Lakers won. Maybe I was just stuttering so much. <laughs> And working so hard. But, yeah. uh, yeah. Oh, last question before we go. Mm. Tristan Thompson's going to oh, be a free agent. Oh, gosh. He got paid by the Cavs because of uh, LeBron. So, you think LeBron's going to reunite with Tristan Thompson? No, we don't need the, that. The former, you know, Chloe, the Kardashian. The former Kardashian. Relationship? No. No, we we don't need we don't need that. Would you be surprised? That toxicness in our would you life. be surprised if he got? Yes, I would be like, what the hell, Rob Palenka? I mean, they got Jr. <laughs> I know, but you know, Jr. is cheaper than Jr.'s energy is just contagious. I mean, that is funny. Shirtless Jr. I, I just wanted to ask you that just because just seeing your <laughs> facial expression from it, you were just like, no, that is not happening whatsoever. Okay, well, I'm gonna bring it out. Thank you for listening to In The Clutch Podcast, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Oh, watch out for uh, our mini-series, The Wind Down. It's coming soon. The Wind Down. The Wind Down. Okay, Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)